0: Let me tell y'all something, like, to, to my fans and to people that see me in public, because I be going out a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, when y'all see me, can y'all please not scream out my name? Like, please! like just come out to me, say hi. You know what I'm saying? I be trying to be low-key. I be trying to buy some fucking panties and Target and shit and fucking 10 times. And y'all be blowing up my motherfucking spine and shit. Like, the fuck, like, I'm going to say hi, and I, might, I, I give you a hug and everything. But goddamn, don't scream out my name. Fucking blow me the fuck up. And then y'all be motherfucking... Asking me these dumbass questions like what are you doing here? Bitch, the same shit you doing here, motherfucker stealing.
1: <laughs> and welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> you sound so
0: disappointed when I'm just myself.
1: I mean, I love you in your purest form. I just look forward to your um, Elias, alias, alias. I look forward <laughs> to your alias each week. <laughs> but I love you as
0: pure Doyen. Okay. Doyen <laughs> aka ready for Gemini season to be over. How about that?
1: <laughs> oh, what's what's wrong with Gemini season?
0: It's in the way of cancer season. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. I have literally
0: okay. nothing else against from uh Gemini's except for they're in the way.
1: Oh my goodness. I thought you were about to say something like
0: profound. Um, <laughs> no, they're just in the way. Yep.
1: Okay. So Doyen, how's everything been going with you? What are you drinking tonight?
0: All that good stuff. So uh, I went down to I want to say Houston, it's not really Houston, but it's in the Houston nether regions. But anyways, um, so I went down for my baby cousin's <laughs> high school graduation. And um, it turns out all my sisters were there. So it was so exciting because, you know, getting, a five, getting the five of us is, you know, a feat. <laughs> getting a lot of, like, my siblings here in one place is a feat anyways. But I was just excited to see them. Mm-hmm. And then I got to see my mama. I'm super excited. Um, And she was showing her us like old pictures. And my sister got a picture of like her as a baby and my mom. And she posted it on her Facebook. And everybody was like, for a second I thought that was (laughs) that was doing it. (laughs) She's like, yes. Y'all pay attention to me. I'm the cute baby, and everybody's like, no. (laughs) She literally (laughs) looks just like your mom
1: and i mean i've seen more recent pictures of your mom before and i guess i've never just been like oh doyan looks like her mom but in that picture i did too when i was scrolling i was like
0: huh
1: because it didn't make sense for that to be you and it's like oh that's
0: not Doya. yeah i look like i'll say maybe 80 percent of my mom and my dad's nose so um same but like, same whichever pair i stand by you see a resemblance, but I mostly look like my mom. Just a darker You know version. what? That's true for me, too. <laughs>
1: Whoever I stand by, especially now that I'm getting older, mm-hmm. but I mostly look like my dad. <laughs> just a lighter version. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and then my cousin uh, made crawfish, and it just blessed my soul, because, you know, Miss Dallas mm. be playing and trying to charge, like, $15 for a pound mm. of, like, barely seasoned crawfish, so uh. <laughs> I had the sniffles and stuff eating, it, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you
1: know." <laughs> but well, did you get to have like a nice cold beer with your crawfish?
0: No, I was a DD, so I drank water. I okay. water. okay, okay, okay. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as far as what I was drinking today, a I just I'm tired because we didn't get home till late yesterday. And I didn't feel like going to a grocery store. And I've been trying to be healthy where I can. So I bought this White Claw hard seltzer. Um, it's sadly 5% alcohol. But it is 2 grams of carbs and 100 calories. So, yeah, that. <laughs> And what does it taste like? Because that is what matters. It just tastes like sparkling water and allegedly there's alcohol in it. Um, Allegedly. (laughs) Pretty much.
1: Well, tonight I am making, so I did make the honey simple syrup. I cheated a little bit (laughs) because I only needed a little amount and I didn't want to make a lot. So I did it in the microwave (laughs) instead of boiling it on the stove. But next time I will do it on the stove because I really could have used it all. But anyway, don't give me that face. (laughs) I didn't see the point. And then this is like really good honey. It's that uh, yellow clover honey. It's so good. Like, yes, I dipped a little piece off the spoon and it's so good. So I didn't want to use all of my honey, you know, making the simple syrup. But anyway, (laughs) it still works. Still, hot water is still works. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Just carry on with your story. <laughs> so I did make the honey simple syrup. Um, and the drink is called Bee's Knees. Ooh. And it is strong as shit. <laughs> uh, the recipe that I got was off of uh, liquor.com. I strongly suggest adding uh, a little soda water to it, make it into a spritzer because, and I fix the drinks and then I bring them upstairs with me. So I'm going to have to, I'm not going to be able to drink both of them. I made two and brought them, <laughs> but I'm just going to have to drink one strong ass drink, but it's good. It's good. And so there were several different recipes for it. So it's like two ounces of gin, add the honey syrup to your liking, but some oh and uh, lemon juice. Some recipes didn't have you make a honey syrup. It was just put honey in it. Mm-hmm. But to me, if it's cold, cause I don't have ice, but my gin was in the refrigerator, and I am using my whiskey stones. <laughs> I figured the honey would just clump up if it's you know cold. So I didn't I didn't see where that made sense. So I went ahead and made the syrup. And it's pretty good. It's just really strong. So how was your weekend? Thanks for asking. Please come again. (laughs) Uh... Current events. Hot cops.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we're moving along (laughs) to current events.
1: My weekend was good. I've just been pissy all day today. Like I really have. But my weekend was good. We did Memorial Day cookout on Sunday and yeah, that's it. My granny barbecued and cooked. She did all the cooking and all the barbecuing, even though I told her not to barbecue until I got to the house because I didn't want her going up and down the stairs outside carrying trays of meat by herself. Like let somebody else be at the house while you're doing this. But of course she's hard headed, So, you know, Everything was done and ready when I got there. Mm-hmm. She makes her own barbecue sauce, which is delish. And she made a jar just for me. So I felt special.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds good.
1: <laughs> I listen, I mean, I love my granny's cooking no matter what she cooks, but I would have much rather had some crawfish because it's been a while.
0: <laughs> Child, you just don't know. Like, if I was in Mississippi, slinging by that gas station, Oh, um, uh, what? Is briskies, that? briskies. Yes. Gave me two pounds for seven dollars. Girl, it's more than that now. I think. I don't know. It's still better than Dallas. So I'm sure. Sh- oh, I'm sure it's way better than Dallas. <laughs> okay. So um, now that we're getting hungry, or I'm hungry. Talking about. Food, I'm hungry. We're gonna move along <laughs> to the current events. So this first thing, it was really weird that Buzzfeed art um reported this the way it chose to report it. (laughs) Like I feel like the last two sentences were about Travis Scott, but (laughs) basically um you know in all the hoopla about the Alabama abortion bill, uh Travis Scott at his show which was in Alabama. Was like I'm giving all the net profits from my merch to Planned Parenthood in Alabama. BuzzFeed yeah. decided to talk about three white women before that, and then talk about how Kylie shared it on her <laughs> social media. The women that they talked about didn't even do anything but just sent out a
1: tweet. Right. Except for Rihanna, whatever Rihanna does is glorious and magnificent. We are not including Rihanna in this. Sorry, she she them white the white women didn't do the white women. Right. <We're> not- <laughs> all they did was like tweet this is awful yeah like whereas Travis actually put his money where his mouth is
0: and I'm glad for Travis Scott for you know taking a stand and again putting his money where his mouth was that was super dope yeah yeah next person needs to stop taking stands (laughs) okay (laughs) whatsoever. He just does not need to speak in public. Ben Carson, actually I think the, oh, little, the congresswoman that was talking to him was Katie Porter. And I've seen her like, really just ring people in the wrong for you know not being financial help to like the people on the ground in general. Right. So she was like, do you know what an REO is? And Ben Carson <laughs> motherfucking ass was like Oreo? Why did, why did you think we were talking about we were in the middle of, of congress
1: because he's stupid
0: and then he was <laughs> like well that's too much in the weeds and if I was in the weeds nothing would get, get done but I'm like nothing is getting done so what are you doing apart from being in the weeds weed that comment
1: really did something to me for <laughs> say that and it's like ugh he clearly doesn't identify with the little people. Well, I don't want to say little people. He doesn't identify with us, even though, if I'm not mistaken, he grew up, like, really poor. But he doesn't identify with us anymore. And mm-hmm. he's just interested in being, like, <sighs> I don't have the words for it. It's so disappointing. Not really, because, I mean, I knew he was this way. But I think about, like, All of my doctor friends, like especially my cousin who's an OBGYN, he was someone that she really looked up to growing up because he was such a gifted surgeon. And she's like, for him to be just nothing now, for him to be so against what is good for his own
0: people, for him to act like a dunce now, it's just heartbreaking. Here are my theories. Get out. So he was one of the basement people that had a lobotomy. <laughs> or he's just probably on some real good shit. <laughs> but again, it just reminds you that, like, you can be really good at one thing and very bad at other things. But right. I just, like, I really want what he's smoking because he's never on the same plane as us. Maybe not even the same planet as us. And, you know seems like a fun time
1: <laughs> and you know what i didn't even like his response to her when he sent her those oreos i just i don't have the words to articulate how i felt and i'm sure you all get it like i'm sure most of us feel the same way that just felt like he was making trivial and making a joke out of something that's serious like they are now kicking these people who are in income-based housing out. Or they have all these people on these long waiting lists and you're not doing anything about it. And
0: mm, it just really off. even that like I don't feel like he was lucid enough to like make that decision. I feel like somebody else you know like an aide was like oh let's make this cute and send Oreos like I just don't. He's just not lucid. I don't know what's wrong with that guy.
1: (laughs) Now he, I, I'm not going to give him the out of saying he's not lucid, but I do agree that a staffer or somebody probably came up. A young intern came up with the Oreos. Definitely.
0: And we're going to move on to the next subject, but it is, again, just disappointing people <laughs> in the history of the United States. <laughs> and so I actually named this the 53 Ancestry.com results came in. But <laughs> a researcher. Called Stephanie rog- Jones Rogers. My bad. Uh, has been doing research. She's an associate professor of history um, at University of California Berkeley, and she's doing research. She's working on a book, and she found that white women made up around forty percent of slave owners. Which I feel like in the past that narrative has not have been uh, has not been as Front and center as it's starting to be now. I feel like a lot of people are talking more about white women's role in slave ownership. Well, she talks about how um, you know they're often given slaves as gifts. But what was interesting to me, and of course, yeah, I probably shouldn't have known that. But talking about the brutality of white women towards slaves to the point where there's a lot of them that orchestrated sexual violence, so that while they mm-hmm. were pregnant a slave would get pregnant so they could give their, you know, nurse their kids. And yeah. um, I, again, I guess it's one of those things like I should have expected that, but it's just...
1: So the conversation is more front and center now. Yeah. And talking about white women's roles and how big of a part they played is more front and center. But really, it wasn't a surprise. Yeah. Because like now... The that one little part where, uh, the the where she was saying the lady was talking about how they how the children would beat the slaves, mm. not I don't want to say I wasn't aware because you can figure that you can figure yeah. as much, but it's not in the forefront like you said, and like with the women orchestrating sexual assault. I actually never put that in my head either, yeah. but I knew that that sort of thing was taking place. I just, I guess I, I don't know who I assumed was putting it together, right. but I knew that I knew that our people were bred like animals and I knew that. Yeah. And it was just really touchy because I was like, okay, whoa, this is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And then, because we've seen in movies, we've seen in different narratives, how children, like little, specifically little white girls, where you're given a little black child as your playmate, but ultimately that's your possession. And as you get older, and when it's time for you to leave the house, that slave is yours. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a possession. And that was also part of dowries. Like, it's just, I don't know. It was a lot. And it's, it's information that we already know, but it wasn't. It just wasn't in the front of our minds, I guess. I mean, you know, Yeah, I don't... you know, you know one thing, and then you know another thing, but then you never put the two together to make a new thing.
0: Yeah, like I think I just, you know, I know it was awful, but you know, like I don't, I don't really sit down and think about the details, <laughs> and so right. um, honestly, like in so many places in history, white women have been complicit in our abuse and our oppression. And so I was like, I'm not shocked, but it's just mm-hmm. seeing it on paper in front of me was like, man, y'all really fucked up.
1: <laughs> did we talk about did we talk about this topic with Handmaid's Tale before, which the new season is coming? Crap, I forgot the date. It's sometime in June. But didn't we talk about this with them before? I don't feel like we did. Like I feel like so. I know, I know it may be wrong, whatever, but this is how I feel. <laughs> so in watching the sh- having read the book, I didn't, I did not empathize really with anyone that much in reading the book. But watching the show, there were definitely moments where I had some empathy for Serena Joy, but I readily recognized that if June was Black, I wouldn't have that same empathy for Serena. Wait, is that right? Serena Joy? Who's her name? The guy's wife? Yeah. Serena hey, Joy. That's it? Yeah. Like, there were times when I had empathy for her, and I recognized where she was being marginalized, and it made me feel a way for her. But I knew, I readily recognized that if June had been black, I wouldn't have felt that way. Yeah. I, if June had been black, I would have no empathy for her oppressor. I did,
0: <laughs> I read the book, and the show's all wrong, and I can't do it. It's really
1: not that. It's really not that different. Like, of course, I, I the of saw of
0: the first season, and everything was out of order. And you know me. Yes. And I just have to have certain things a certain way, or else I just can't deal with it. <laughs> so
1: it is out of order. But that is, of course, because the, the book isn't that long, and then you know, so they've got to make a show last so many seasons. And I saw the first season before I read the book, which typically I don't do. That's why you but prefer it to me. <laughs> well, I don't know that I prefer the show. I don't. I don't know that I prefer the show. In the book. At first, like the first couple of seasons in the book, I felt like June was way more white woman feminist in the book. (laughs) Or The first season, because it's only been two. The first season, I felt like, oh, she was way more annoying. Second season, it was like, oh, hell no. She's way more (laughs) white woman feminist in the show. So it's like, I don't know. I go back and forth. I like the book because I like I don't know if this makes sense, but I liked the presentation of it. Like, I liked not really knowing who is who, mm-hmm. and having to try to figure that out and piece that together. I don't know. I did like in the show that they make the they made Serena Joy and her husband younger. I liked that. I liked them being a little younger. Mm.
0: I guess it did create like a vulnerability because it's like this woman is your age, but you just can't have kids, um. right? In the show, I mean in the book, I was thinking she looked like one of those like, you know, televangelists' wife.
1: That's how that's how Tammy Faye. Tammy Faye Baker her, is exactly. what I picked for her to be. Like. <laughs> Best and <era in> all. <laughs> anyway,
0: so we're gonna move on. That
1: is so funny. Yeah. Okay. So it's like
0: I said, it was like we weren't shocked by it, but also it's just like, fuck man, like, oh, why are y'all so awful? Anyways. <laughs> The world may never know. We may never know. <laughs> uh, so, this next one. This drink is strong as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, this next one. um, Chris made me read this.
1: <laughs> Wait,
0: what is it? So I don't have
1: my notes pulled up because I like to be surprised when you introduce the next topic. <laughs> Um, like i only have a note pulled up if it's something that i want specific that i want to be sure i say about it
0: <laughs> so um chicken fillet <laughs> oh
1: because go, listen it is time that we have this conversation it's time we have it go ahead go ahead go ahead and inform the people so that we can all have this conversation like a family because it's time
0: okay. so um of course you know chicken Chicken fillet has a long, well known. Why are you calling it chicken? Why are you calling it chicken fillet? Chickens for chicken. <laughs> anyway, they have, you know, sometimes when somebody in trouble, you got to call them by their whole name. So, chicken got fillet. You, got you, got you. <laughs> they have a long, well documented past of donating to anti LGBT causes. Um,. Long story short, they say that they have a, a much higher calling support these organizations. As you and I both grow up in the church, I don't feel like... If you don't believe in something, I don't think it requires you to fund the antithesis of it. <laughs> <laughs> but...
1: Boy, we need to write that down. <laughs> because I have never in my life thought of it that way (laughs) i have never thought of it that way
0: i mean i get where people are coming from biblically um but or from previous church teaching but that doesn't mean you have to fund something attacking that thing i feel like there's so much other places to like actually do good with your money there's homelessness There's, right. you know, so many of these climate change.
1: <laughs> because his, his statement was that the calling is for us to ensure that we are relevant and impactful in the community and that we're helping children and that we're helping them to be everything they can be. Bullshit. Also, I had no idea this guy was black. Me neither. Which makes me feel away because. As we know, Chick-fil-A or Chicken Filet (laughs) is one of those stores where, you know, you can... It's a franchise, and you can start your own or whatever. You know, you have to go through the company whatever. They award very few OKs to Black people. Very few. And so now I'm side-eyeing him really hard because not only are you you're probably extremely homophobic because you've probably had some feelings of your own. I mean, normally that's what right. it is. He, looks and, right he needs to
0: play football, you know. I mean,
1: <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. But when I saw that picture, I was like, why you hate yourself, dude? Why you hate yourself? So, and it's like you are anti-Blackness. I just... It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And we need oh. to... Like seriously, have the conversation because I'm not yet ready to have the Amazon conversation, <laughs> but I'm ready for Chick Fil A because this was the final straw. Did you know
0: his wife was black too? <laughs> I'm sorry. Chick Fil A guy. Yeah, that was the first thing I googled. I was like, Rodney Bullard wife, and yeah, what she look like? She do she, she look light, like being Carl's like wife? blonde highlights? No, she looks normal. Oh, okay. I'm just like, the thing about it is, like, Christianity is based in love. So how do you love your neighbors yourself, but you're funding organizations that go directly? I don't even know what an anti-LGBT organization does, but (laughs)
1: I'm just like... They do
0: conversion
1: therapy. They do... (laughs) Oh, my God. I just... I you hit oh, you just said it all. Like every time people, you said it all. Don't put, don't put Jesus' name in this. He's not about that. Right. He's about love, all consuming, ooey gooey sticky love. It's <laughs> not about hateful towards anybody. Yeah. If you don't like it, you ain't got to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's really just that simple. It's so true. Same for abortion. Don't get one if you don't like them. So true. I mean, here, here, one thing that they
0: go ahead i
1: just said here here that's all <laughs> one thing that i did learn from this article that i did not know was that fca is an anti-lgbt
0: organization lgbtq or i had no idea i didn't know they were like decidedly
1: I, anti- I, I i was in fca when i was in high school and but also they mentioned the, the salvation army <laughs> yeah that's what I, was about, which I stopped first of all i stopped donating to the salvation army anyway only because i felt like their prices in their store i felt like they were too high this is a store for people to come to who need the economic relief mm-hmm. their prices were ridiculous so I stopped donating to Salvation Army a long time ago, and I give to some other local charities. Yeah, I try here, to give
0: not. to like women shelters where the stuff yes, is given to yes. them rather than like they yes. have to buy it. But um, yes.
1: you know yeah. I didn't even care about people having to buy it. But it just to me, it should have been they had this beautiful they had this beautiful desk, this beautiful desk, and I was like, ooh, I want that desk. I don't remember what the price tag was on that desk but for the price I could have just gone to the furniture store and got one
0: <laughs> like,
1: and yes I could afford it but your typical person that's, that's who they were supposed to be catering to
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. so um, before you fix your mouth and say that you cannot boycott Chick-fil-A let me remind you that you boycott Chick-fil-A every Sunday and you do just fine
1: (laughs) I supposedly gave Chick-fil-A up after the 2016 election Mm -hmm. but in all, in a moment in a moment of truth I was sneaking and going every now and again (laughs) especially when they get that watermelon lemonade mint Mm. that that, that watermelon and then you get it and you take it home and you add a splash of gin to it (laughs) (sighs)
0: <sighs>
1: That's the best living I ever had in my life. <laughs> so I used to sneak and go every now and again. Yeah, I was there on but... Saturday, but <laughs> but no more. Like I just, I just can't. And I know, I know, my little dollars not gonna hurt them at all, especially mm-hmm. where I live and probably where you live too, though, because we we both are still in the Bible Belt, mm-hmm. so. It's probably not gonna bother them, but I'm not gonna let you fund hate with my dollars. Yeah.
0: So. Um, for keeping it funky, um, I don't I always love their food. I really just like their fries.
1: See, <laughs> I hate their fries. I love the chicken nuggets.
0: I, I like some good old fake McDonald's chicken nuggets. <laughs> oh, or that real is love. fake. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Anyways, um, chicken rib. Well, how you get real meat off a of chicken?
1: i'm just saying i'm just saying
0: i would like to please the no, <laughs> don't do me anyways so moving along um do what you will with chicken filet but uh, we're gonna try to boycott this <laughs> and not fund hate. it yeah. that's right
1: and they also don't like black people so that was a bold statement,
0: but... Yeah, I about I to say, say if, we have a soror that owns one in Missouri. Say what? I say we have a soror that owns one in St. Louis.
1: I'm sure there are several. I mean, I remember... I remember there being a big deal about one. Maybe she was the youngest. Mm-hmm. There was one Black girl. I remember there a whole yeah, write-up about her. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are several, yeah. but at the end of the day, when you fund... 45's campaign, and when you keep giving money to super PACs that support him, you hate black people. So, I'm done. Uh, I was
0: gonna close one eye to the hate. <laughs> I was, like, oh I was like, they still ain't call me no nigga to my face.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> at first, I
0: was like, they just gonna have to call me a, a bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, enough is enough. Enough is enough, you're right. Speaking of more conservatives that had run amok. So Alabama, I guess uh, Arthur, there's an episode of Mr. Ratburn. I don't remember Mr. Ratburn for anything, but um apparently he was gay. <laughs> and so Well,
1: it's like, you know, one of those things where like you knew but you didn't know. Like I don't remember. His much about his that. behaviors were very very effeminate.
0: Gotcha. Also, I didn't know the show was still going, so <laughs> let's go there. But um, I have young nieces, so I knew. You no, know, like I said, the youngest one around me is thirteen. <laughs> we grown over here. But anyways, so apparently, Mister Ratburn was marrying his partner. In Alabama Public Television, which, again, is one of those things where it was like, nobody in the Alabama Public Television is like, we're not broadcasting this gay shit, and I'm like, why don't y'all just shut up? Just shut up! It's so free.
1: Just shut up! <laughs> and then, like, upon further reading the article, they didn't even show the actual ceremony. So it's not like you see the two men Mm -hmm. because they're animals but it's not like you see the two men kiss or anything like that they don't even show the freaking ceremony yeah okay so I highlighted this one statement that Alabama man said (laughs) (laughs) he said our broadcast would take away the choice of parents who felt it is inappropriate uh if they felt it was inappropriate kids could just not watch it Right. like wait listen Listen now. I am all for public responsibility, but I'm getting tired of all of these damn. I'm getting, uh, all these allowances made because the kids, the kids, the kids. Parent your own damn kids, and if you don't want your child to watch it, don't let them watch it. You shouldn't be sitting your child in front of the TV. And peace out anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did used to put Caillou on because my niece would be still during Caillou. So that I could go cook, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) I'm just saying. Like, parent your damn kids. He said that takes away their choice if they air it. No, sir. That's quite the opposite, actually. That's quite the opposite. It's just. (sighs) When, Jesus? When?
0: Mm -hmm. When? I'm tired. (laughs) I'm so tired. In other news, I actually was kind of like, happy not happy i was just like good for you um but basically wendy williams son was arrested for punching his dad (laughs) it was weird because i think he wanted to go pick up kevin jr wanted to go pick up stuff at the house so then they went to the store and got an argument because kevin's demanding spousal support so kevin um headlocked his son And the son punched the shit out of him for him to let go. (laughs) And I'm like... Once again, they did that headline wrong because they made it
1: sound like the son jumped his dad. That's not what
0: happened. Yeah, it escalated and then it (laughs) de-escalated. And his dad (laughs) is not charging or pressing charges and everything's okay.
1: You know, he said that Wendy was poisoning their son against him. And it's like...
0: No, that whole he's ass side wife you had is poisoning I your did. son.
1: <laughs> you have poisoned your son against you, and he's old enough to know what's going on. He's old enough to get it, mm-hmm. and he's old enough to be pissed that you had the nerve to dog my mama. Now you want spousal support? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Let this be a lesson, ladies. Let this be a lesson.
0: Niggas ain't shit. If you- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's, if you're gonna marry beneath your station get a prenup mm-hmm. get a prenup even if i mean at this point if i could trick somebody into marrying me i'm getting a prenup because i don't have shit right now but i plan on this show blowing up and then we're gonna have money and we're gonna be millionaires and you're not gonna say well i was with you before well nigga in the prenup is say. <laughs> Awesome. what's yours is yours, and what's mine is mine morality costs
0: because <laughs> at no point in my relationship are you going to cheat on me and think i'm going to pay okay. you anyway so we're going to move along to our someone something so u.s district judge uh, carlton Reeves blocked mississippi's restrictive and oppressive heartbeat abortion law um last friday maybe the Friday before last, I don't know, um, writing and his ruling, here we go again. So, it's... I love that part, by the way. Uh, so much. So, apparently, before he had struck down Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban last year, and he was like, 15, or 6 is less than 15. So, no. <laughs>
1: right. And I love the way he worded it, like, because you acting like an idiot. Let me break it down for
0: you. <laughs> Doesn't it boil down to six is less than fifteen? <laughs> but um, I loved it. Yeah. So he had um, strong words for the lack of accept- exceptions for rape or incest. So mm-hmm. he was talking about a child who might be raped at ten or eleven. They don't report the rape. Don't tell their parents. And then nobody discovered it until that fetal heartbeat has been detected or the kid is sick, you know. Right. But they had to bring the fetus to term under the statute. But that's not, like, the only thing he's been doing. So apparently he struck down House Bill 1523 pertaining to religious freedom, said that Governor Phil Bryant, which most of us... Boo! if you black and woke and from Mississippi or just know about Mississippi shit, you know that we're not here for him (laughs) at all. But um, he was basically talking about how he was transparently attempting to write discrimination into Mississippi's laws. Um, And he's just like, I love him. He's a, oh, and by the way, he's the second black person to be appointed to the federal bench in Mississippi. So, you know, (laughs) Of all this time he's a second black person, but it's really dope to see that he ain't about to um take the shit line down.
1: Like when I saw this on Twitter, that like, oh, a Mississippi judge, I was like, Okay, okay. Then when I clicked on the link and saw it was a black man, I was like, Go ahead <laughs> <laughs> It's so hard. It's like it's like James Baldwin said, if you're aware then you're gonna be angry mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, and um, that's co- that's pretty much the state that we live in. And which is why it kind of ticks me off when the hotels get on Twitter and they're like, oh, this is a distraction. And I'm like, Playboy, I need a distraction. Right. <laughs> Let me be distracted. <laughs> Especially when we got to work with these people. <laughs> okay. Every listen, i told y'all before. Every day, I got to pull into work and see that big ass truck with that big ass Confederate flag mm. on it. Every day, like I have to. Uh, let me be distracted, please. Right. <laughs> let me find out what future doing this petty. I need to know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Truth be told, I feel like Texas, the equivalent of the Confederate flag, is the Blue Lives Matter stuff. But I'm sleep though. It is. <laughs>
1: it is. <laughs> See, see how we're getting on a tangent. We're
0: supposed to be praising Mr. Man. (laughs) And we're so happy for him being super great. His name is Carlton Leaves. Buy him a drink if you see him. His face looks so familiar, but I know that I don't know him. (laughs) He looks like uh, a Mr. Brown with some scents. He
1: does. (laughs) (laughs) He does. He looks like a Mr. Brown with scents. You're right.
0: (laughs) And some cocoa butter. He's doing good. (laughs) anyways so congrats you're great uh we're going to go ahead and move on to our poor life decision for the week so after last week you know we were talking about breakups and um i feel like between relationships that's the time that we really just amp up the whole self-love posted memes on like instagram like You know, I need to love myself first and bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. (laughs) I want to talk about just self-love as an active endeavor. So just want to start off this article because, again, this is something I hear all the time and it really gets under my skin. But um, (laughs) self-love is a popular term today that gets tossed around in normal conversation. You have to love yourself more. Why don't you love yourself? If you only love yourself, this wouldn't have happened to you. You can't love another person until you love yourself first. First of all, who told you I didn't love myself? Who told you you could be the gateholder, gatekeeper for me loving somebody else? But anyways, <laughs> these are just Thank a you. few of the self-love directives we give and get to suggest a way to more living fulfillment. I mean, it's not definitely self-love is important to living well. Um, it does influence how you pick a mate. And so many more things, like your work life, even coping with issues in life. But I want people to think of it as an ongoing measure, and not a thing that they do between breakups. So the first article we're reading, which is on psychology today, gives us a seven-step prescription for self-love.
1: Hold up. I just want to say that before you go through these seven steps, before I read these seven steps, I really thought that I loved myself, but now I'm questioning Mm it. So. There's that. <laughs> These steps are stringent. <laughs> so now I'm questioning my love for myself.
0: Okay. Well, on the next <laughs> article, you learn to give yourself grace. <laughs> and so, yeah. You don't, you don't have to stress yourself out about it. So the first one is becoming mindful. Um, I know that I am horrible about, like, mindfulness and gratefulness practices. Mm-hmm. It's just... I have so many emotions and so like it's hard to pick out like how I feel about things and really be in that place where I need to be but becoming mindful and so like don't expect to understand every single thing about you today but maybe it is just figure out one thing about you (laughs) and then like letting that be and moving on Mm-hmm. Um. the next one was act on what you need rather than what you want and Ooh. like you said that's one that I'm horrible about because I want more <laughs> sleep I need to go to the gym <laughs> I want to eat <laughs> not a salad <laughs> but I need you know vegetables and nutrition and shit so
1: <laughs> I mean I want to strongly disagree with this one but I mean, who am I to disagree with psychology today? It's like if this was a relationship expert, okay. <laughs> if this was Steve Harvey, I could be like, "This is bullshit." Oh my god! <laughs> who am I to disagree with psychology today?
0: <laughs> Not you. <laughs> no, we gotta, we just gotta believe them and start acting right on what we need. Um, The third one was practicing good self-care. And we talked about this in previous episodes of the podcast. It includes sound nutrition, exercise, proper sleep. Let me repeat that again. Proper sleep. With proper sleep wow. <laughs> and then healthy intimacy and social interactions they didn't put but healthy was. in front of int- intimacy but I think that's important cause yeah
1: this is the one that made me feel like okay so maybe I don't love me <laughs>. because you know self care to me is like we say, a ma- a facial mask and a glass of wine. <laughs> I mean, like, that's self-care. How is that not self care I'm trying to treat this skin of mine.
0: You're just dealing with <laughs> basic wants and not going the step further.
1: Okay, but what about when I'm at work and I feel like, okay, I've had enough, and so then I leave and go home. Is that now self care I'm caring for myself, for my mental space, Is that
0: what you need rather than what you want?
1: Why do you (laughs) expect me to know the difference between my needs and my wants? That's ridiculous. (laughs) Why why would you expect me to know that? Uh, Gee whiz. Yeah,
0: so. (sighs) I feel attacked. It literally says you will love yourself more when you take care of your basic needs. Oh.
1: this is almost as bad as that post that was on instagram like can you still fit your prom
0: dress that was rude. no bitch <laughs>
1: that
0: was so rude okay.
1: that was so rude
0: funny enough um there was a dress that three of us had be girls wore so my sister who's like i think four years older than me she wore it for her maybe homecoming and then I lost a lot of weight and I got to wear it for like a dance. And then my little sister lost a lot of weight and got to wear it as well. And I'm like, huh, this is like, it's not like a magical dress because we definitely like all can fit in it, It, you know, like all willy-nilly, but we just happened to lose weight and got to wear it. It's
1: like the traveling dress or the traveling pants.
0: <laughs> no, the traveling pants just fit. <laughs> But no. Yeah. It was just yeah. So, yeah. rudeness. Um yeah. So working on practicing good self care and going to sleep. Um the next one <laughs> the next one is protect yourself. So bring the right people into your life. Um she was talking about like frenemies. You know, as at my ripe old age of thirty, I had just decided not to invite things and no longer serve me in life so um even when it just comes to like people that are just sad all the time and wish to like unload on me and i'm like that just makes me sadder in fact (laughs) there is this cancer meme that i have to show you or that I read it was basically like I can barely keep up with all of my emotions and then you come and load yours <laughs> and I had to you know absorb that as well <laughs> I was like this is so true yeah <laughs> I think I'm more of like a pot so when I'm full of just about any emotion I'll start crying so yesterday it was funny. So you have to pull cool first yeah Okay. I can't just be like moderately sad. I won't cry, okay. <laughs> which is why I don't cry at movies. <laughs> but no, yesterday I was reading an article about grief, and I think what really set me off to start was like, they're like, when you're not really dealing with your grief. So I was like, hey, I feel attacked. Um, and yeah. so I just kept crying reading the article, and my sister was like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "I'm just being emotional. Don't mind me." <laughs> What's great is your
1: sister recognized, like, oh, something's wrong. Let me ask Noyan what's wrong. Whereas when I cried, (laughs) people at my house, like, (laughs) I was at my granny's and I was sitting on the floor and I was watching something on TV and it made me cry. But I mean, I was crying kind of (laughs) hard. People literally were just walking over me to go to the kitchen.
0: Anybody? <laughs> I mean, it's like the boy who cried wolf.
1: <laughs> and and I do cry for everything. Like I cry when I'm happy. I cry when I'm excited. I, I cry for everything because it's so much emotion. I don't know what to do with it, and that's where it comes out. But then it really hurt my feelings that nobody even stopped to ask? Like people were literally, my granny herself literally stepped over my body as I'm laying in the floor watching TV. <laughs> like, she's just like, over my body. <laughs> I was just like,
0: really? This is... This really? Okay. 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 So the next step was to forgive yourself. And so it says, we humans can be so hard on ourselves, which, if you've been a human for long enough, you know that. Um, mm-hmm. So just accepting your humanness, the fact that you're not perfect, and sometimes you cry at everything. <laughs> And just knowing mm-hmm. that that's just what it is. It is what it is. And knowing yeah. that, and still loving yourself despite it. Yeah. Um. Practice being hard on yourself when you make a mistake. I'm really bad at like doing a loop of things when I make a mistake, and I just learned to like try to release it, try not to think about it, because I would.
1: What do you? What do you mean? Like, like, give me an example.
0: Um. So sometimes it would just be like a work mistake. So if I messed up, like in my past job, like if I messed up an email. Thing about email is you can't retract the email once you fuck it up, <laughs> and I just have to like really like, kind of just take a step back because I would like beat myself up about it, forever if I don't. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty. Good.
1: My stuff talk game is pretty strong. So. At first, I didn't think forgiving myself was really a big issue because I'm 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 really good at talking myself down. But in all honesty, this is a tricky one because while I think I forgive myself and while I think I speak kindly to myself, mm-hmm. my actions show that I'm still punishing me for some things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's one you have to watch out for.
0: Yeah. I get that.
1: Wait, did we talk about boundaries?
0: No. I just skipped it.
1: Oh, that's okay. We've had a whole show about it. (laughs) So it's fine.
0: Uh, Setting boundaries (laughs) are important. So you love yourself more when you set limits or say no to work, love, or activities that deplete or harm you physically, emotionally, and spiritually, or express poorly who you are. Um, And then last one was live intentionally. So you will Mm -hmm. accept and love yourself more whatever is happening in your life when you live with purpose and design. Your purpose doesn't have to be crystal clear to you because it's not to me. (laughs) If your intention is to live a meaningful and healthy life, you'll make decisions that support this intention and feel good about yourself when you succeed in this purpose.
1: I think I'm pretty fortunate that I struggled with my purpose kind of earlier in life than a lot of people do and realizing what my purpose is and realizing that i am fulfilling my purpose even though i didn't think i was i'm just not doing it through the avenue that i thought i would so i'm really fortunate in that aspect but other than that that live intentionally
0: i just like to live willy-nilly i'm working on it living with an intention
1: have you read the purpose-driven life
0: yeah i went to christian school so we studied it like way way younger maybe maybe middle school
1: <laughs> yeah I was, I was young when i re- i mean i wasn't that young mm-hmm. <clears throat> i was an adult but i was going they had a bible class that was specific for that book and um i i went to it and whatever and it really helped me to kind of zero in my focus and realize oh you
0: know i am doing you know yeah my problem is i think i i leak my purpose is what i'm good at and i don't I feel like yeah that's, yeah that's what's supposed to be
1: <laughs> that's what that's, that's, I, I was going through these same things but then I realized that well what I'm doing really isn't my purpose mm-hmm. I just have to be good at it yeah but I am fulfilling my purpose through what
0: I'm doing so yeah um so at the end of the day they say if you choose just one or two of these self-love actions to work on you'll begin to accept and love yourself more. So we're not asking you to do all seven, but I am asking you to go to sleep, Chris. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. It's really stressing me out, you not going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I choose to be awake at three or four o'clock in the morning uh-huh. when I have to get up and go to work. I don't choose this. Like I even bought a, so I bought a paid subscription to. Let me see what the name of it is, Slumber, mm-hmm. and the stories are great. And I end up like laying there listening to the stories instead of going to sleep. Have I read the Velveteen Rabbit fifteen thousand times as a child? Yes, but I need to lay there and listen to the end of the Velveteen Rabbit.
0: Mm-hmm. We gonna pray for you. I just. <laughs> i just really want you to sleep and i want to figure out the best way for you to sleep <laughs> I do,
1: and i don't know i mean i'm sure i should talk to someone about it because i'm sure it's anxiety or maybe even insomnia. i don't know because it's not like i'm not sleepy yeah. like there are nights when yeah. i'm laying there and i'm so sleepy my eyes are burning and running water and i refuse to go to sleep it's like my body refuses to go to sleep and i'm so sleepy
0: hmm. yeah okay so
1: we're, saying, we're gonna have another intervention
0: later i mean yes we're gonna say poor thing <laughs> but we're also gonna figure this out
1: <laughs> oh.
0: i'd rather focus on you than me
1: <laughs> oh you're not gonna get away <laughs> we will we will, double, we will wait see i can't even talk because it's drinking too strong we'll dive into you, which that's not the word I wanted to use, yeah. but everybody Obviously. knows what I mean. Okay, uh,
0: <laughs> so the next article is shorter, but it's from our friends over a Shine. Um, I am a big fan of the not Shine not. app, <laughs> even though I really need, I have so many meditations at my disposal and I pretty much use the sleep ones and the sleep stories. Yeah. And so I need to get better at you know making time for meditating <laughs> the thing about their article is they're a lot more action based so the first thing they have is list your qualities um i'm going to assume we're talking about lifting well i first assumed they were talking about listing their good qualities but even qualities about like what people say about you so she was talking about how people used to criticize for her for being shy and um she finally found out that she was just miserable because of other people's opinions so a lot of times people say that i like confidence because i don't talk loudly in a boardroom or you know i might say things like i think or i believe instead of saying this needs to be as this but it's really because I just like to cover my ass and I'm not going to say do this and you'll get this result and then you come back and you're mad at me.
1: (laughs) Right. um, I think that one really requires a level of self-awareness because you do have to be able to discern between what is something that People are projecting on you because I said other people's perceptions of you are subject are subjective and many times indicate something they don't like about themselves. And you have to be able to distinguish between when someone's projecting or when someone is saying something that actually you might need to look at, you know? So I just think that one takes a, a level of reflectiveness that we all haven't graduated to yet, but we working on it.
0: Yeah, and part part of it is, like, who's telling you that? So usually it was men in my workplace. And Uh, because I didn't speak the way they spoke, they felt like I wasn't presenting with confidence. (laughs) And it's just, like, you know, like I said, I think it is more something that, like, I am confident. I know what I know. So it's more of figuring out, do I need to switch the way I talk? Or do I just need to stand down and know that I know what I know? (laughs) I don't
1: remember who posted it, but it was, I think it was today on Instagram. Someone posted that Black women will always be considered loud to a world that didn't want to hear them or something to that effect. Because like in your case, they're telling you, oh, you lack confidence. Whereas in my case, I'm always called cocky or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't really care about being called cocky, but I don't like being called arrogant or you know, I I don't like it when hell, I just know what I know. Yeah. Like what do you want from me? Because when I cower, when I when I don't say anything, that I'm overlooked, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, you know. So it's either it's either we are what's the word we're milder so that people can take us because of course we always live with that fear of being labeled as an angry black woman when i'm not angry i'm just trying to get you to listen to me
0: yeah it is a there's no in between unfortunately it's not the next one was speak to yourself with love um Even if you are one of the rare people who has fully accepted yourself for who you are, it never hurts to give yourself a verbal high five. (laughs) Uh, When I accomplish a difficult task, or even when I manage to get myself out of the door on time for work in the morning, (laughs) I tell myself what a superstar I am. Anything you do that you know is propelling, um, propelling you forward, and so whenever you set present you up uh, for future you success, go ahead, and give yourself a pep talk. That's right. Um, the third one was reward yourself, and they had cocktails. <laughs> I feel like they were telling me to reward myself with cocktails, but it's probably not it. Um, <laughs> But they talk about rewarding themselves when they're on a roll. It was really weird because they're like, as a side-time hustler, side hustler with a full-time job, I work most hours of the day. So I do all this work. And then instead of sleeping, I go out and hang out with friends. I'm like, that sounds awful. <laughs> but, you know, it is it is what it is for whoever, you know, whoever it is. Um, there's things that... Like, me coming home and not talking to people is my reward. Me ordering Postmates because yes. I'm not leaving my house because it's Friday night. Yes. <laughs> it's a reward. Yes. <laughs> I made it through the week. It's time for me not to order. I mean, not to get out and go get food. Yes. Um. The next one was prioritize yourself. Especially as women, um, I think the onus is on us to prioritize others around us. Mm-hmm. So as this new age of black women, I just encourage us to really prioritize our like our wellness. Um Yeah. Because if we're not well we can't pour into other people.
1: Yeah. I I agree. That's one that we really do learn from our mothers. <laughs> is to put everybody else first. Yeah. And it's like, no girl, you were killing yourself. I don't want to do that.
0: Right. Seems like hard. <laughs> I just don't want to do it. Oh,
1: you dealt with my ass. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And then the rest of them. <laughs> Mostly just me. Anyways, uh, and the last one is give yourself a great break. So don't be so hard on yourself um allow room for mistakes in the evolution of you and know that um uh, learning to love yourself makes growth easier so you're not going to like be 100 percent tomorrow but you know it's a journey
1: i don't know about y'all but like for me it's easier for me to give myself a break in my personal life but my work life, I am super hard on me. And I if I make a mistake, like, no, mm-hmm. I crack on me. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. It's like, I give myself more room to, I give myself more room to grow and to learn and to become in my personal life versus work life. I don't really give myself any room.
0: The thing is, like, I feel like I give myself too many breaks sometimes and I'm like, girl you need this shit okay. <laughs> <laughs> first time, I to give myself too many breaks <laughs> like you have to do something you can't just sit there and not do anything <laughs> like you sat on this couch at 4.30
1: it is now 10.30 and you have not moved <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> no. Yeah, and then I'm like okay just give yourself five more minutes and you get your ass up and go do something <laughs> I have been getting
1: in the bed earlier.
0: I'm happy for you. (laughs) Why are you laughing?
1: Because I feel like you were gonna say something else.
0: No, I'm I'm trying to be your cheerleader in this effort.
1: (laughs) I also feel personally attacked with the way Doyen is slinging her hair back and forth. (laughs) (laughs) Cause
0: I, it my, hair my hair. neck. <laughs> so she wants y'all to know her hair touch her right. neck. Oh, this <laughs> time. Anyway,
1: she's just slinking it like one. It's like, y'all remember that episode of Love and Hip Hop, where each frame Ray J's hat was in a different <laughs> position. <laughs> All so your hair. First, you got it all on one shoulder. Then it's on the top of her head. Then she's got it hanging down. Then she's moved it over to the other shoulder. Then she put it up in a bun. It's like it's we get it. It's got long hair, okay? Listen, when I was in
0: college and everybody was tossing their hair, I had a teeny weeny afro. So it is my time. It's your time to shine. <laughs> okay, so moving along to our favorite part of the pod: to buy you a drink. So who are you buying a drink for, Chris?
1: Um. So this week <clears throat> I am going to buy a drink for friends. More specifically those friends that are your go-to friends that are your I don't know the word I'm looking for. I really should have written this down because I didn't anticipate this drink would be this strong. But I when I tell you I've been pissy all day, I've been pissy all day. And it just makes me really appreciate my friend my friends who I feel like support me and uplift me don't really live near me. So sometimes that feels like woe is me. But on a day like today when I was so pissy, just knowing that I've got somebody that I can call and say, you know what? Or I can text and say, today was crap and this is what happened x y z and know that they're gonna be like girl you know and they're gonna uplift me it just made me be more thankful that i do have an outlet that i do have friends even if you're not near me you're still just a phone away so i want to buy a round of drinks for supportive friends and not friends who make you tired not friends who make you tired (laughs) Want to throw that in there
0: well <laughs> i just want you to know that you get on my damn nerves <laughs> <laughs> because i was going to buy a drink for generally just white people in life so you <laughs> so you know oh, people that
1: is where it's like you and <laughs>
0: just people who like you know choose me or let me choose them and are my people every every step of the way in life especially like i said or i don't know i said it before but since i dad passed people's like standing in my life either like solidified or they just went to mush so you know like there's a lot of people that are there for me. Um through whatever and I'm just so appreciative of them. And I love y'all and stuff. <laughs> Aww, we love you too. Well, you have made it through another episode of Poor Life Decision. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna do that.
1: I I I've messed up the <laughs>
0: Okay, well, yay. I don't know what I did. Um so we are on Instagram it is for life decision one decision because we're changing them one at a time. We are also on Twitter as PLD Pod. Chris has been doing an amazing job tweeting about Chernobyl. I have been tweeting about my <laughs> random ass shows and nobody responds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> y'all seriously, y'all need to watch Chernobyl like y'all need to watch it y'all need to watch it it's gross too so like don't like don't eat and watch it at the same time Uh, but yes also listen to the companion podcast that goes with it because the guy who the showrunner does the podcast and so he gives you a lot of details about his research for the show and all that and it is it is good I, like, I'm legit scared of the KGB now. I probably shouldn't have said that out
0: loud. <laughs> uh, so, Sorry. Yeah, so chat with us. Um, leave us a review on iTunes. Five stars. Maybe we'll get found one day. <laughs> hey!
1: Recommend us. Your sister, your brother, your mama, your aunties, your cousins,
0: your friends. Not your mamas, because I'm trying to get in good with folks and mamas. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm a really girl, good mama friend. you don't friend. like at your job. You what? I'm a really good mama friend. Mamas like me. Yeah, <laughs> mamas
1: do like me. I tone it down a lot for mamas. <laughs> I'm a good southern girl for mamas. Yeah.
0: All righty, well, have a good night. Um, call your mom. Take your medicine. Make sure drink water. Yeah, drink some water.
1: And yeah, we love
0: y'all. Bye. Love you. Cause I know how to love love me I know that